0: Hello and welcome to History Explained Poorly. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and with me is the finest, most wonderful co-host in the world. Couldn't ask for any better. His name is Liam Roberts. Hello, Liam.
1: Hello, Matthew. How are you?
0: Do you know what? I'm not too bad. I've uh, had quite a relaxing day. Just sat in. started raining a bit, actually. That that was a bit of a downer. A bit of a downpour? Yeah, a downpour. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That wasn't even that very cla- that wasn't that <laughs> clever of a, of a of like a a pun or a quip at all. That was literally just you saying a downpour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I
1: gave you so much credit. There. I thought that was a brilliant joke. I mean, I, I accept your praise <laughs> with loving arms for that.
0: I, you you did deserve it. Like, how rude? No, no, no. Well, okay, no, nah, no. Nah, you do deserve it. I apologise. Thank, thank you, gorgeous. thank you. Oh, oh brilliant. Uh, what, what have you been up to this week? I've not or been up to, to too
1: much. I've actually, one thing though this week, which I've been pretty happy with, is, I mean, since starting my job last year, I've been walking a lot less, just because, um, I mean, you know, a desk job, you more likely, I mean, even when you finish work, I know you have time to walk, but you don't really want to do that when you've been, I mean, you don't want to go, go from sitting down all day to then... Walking, even with, nah, you know, you can but you kind chill of want to, yeah, you want to chair. chill. You want to, you want to sit down on the sofa. You want to pig out on some like Doritos or, um, I don't know some salt and vinegar squares or something like. That. You want or, to watch some telly or,
0: or any other crisps. We do not. Prom- <laughs> we are not promoting either of these brands. Uh,
1: yeah, every, do, many do you know
0: other I was? Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Um. Are you allowed to, like, hum or sing other people's songs in your, like, podcasts and stuff? And if, you, if you're if you not, how quickly would it, would it get flagged? It depends I, like, what you're humming, stuff? I guess.
1: I mean, if you're humming, like, something really complex that isn't... Because it, it's all with, with the robot sort of algorithm, isn't it? They always... Um, they scan it for something that sounds like a song. So I guess unless you're humming something perfectly, you're not really there
0: likely. Are, there are bots... Uh, scouring the internet uh literally just searching for anybody playing the on their uh on their videos you know the the uh the deep purple uh what's it called what's that song called smoke on the water yeah
1: smoke oh no see if i start singing (laughs) we've we've, we (laughs) we fucked (laughs) ladies and gentlemen we got them thanks for watching the podcast everyone it's over
0: we'll be back never it's the end.
1: But um, like I was saying, like I've not been walking too much, but the last like two weeks I've made like a really big effort to at least hit 10,000 steps a day, Yeah. Um, which has been actually been quite refreshing. I've got myself out of the house a bit more than I usually would. Um, and I actually feel a lot better for it. I feel like I, especially when I go for my walk at lunch, I always, I mean, usually lunch for me is just, I'll go and sit on the sofa and watch YouTube for an hour, like eat mm, yeah. my lunch or whatever. But now I've been... Sort of pre-making my lunch, eating that in like the first five ten minutes, then going for like a forty-minute walk, and I genuinely, yeah, yeah. I come back to the second half of the day, and I just feel like I'm ready for the second half. I don't just feel like oh god, I've got to go back to work. I feel like oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for work now. It's it's been quite a nice change.
0: Yeah, uh, it kind of reminds me of like a lunchtime at school. Do you know what I mean? Like the morning would always be like a pain in the ass. Lunchtime was like a time to just like I don't know, just oh, like, yeah. relax for a bit. Eat, chill. You could walk around the, the, the playground or whatever, yeah. like, you know, just do, do your stuff. And then, like, the rest of the day felt like less painful after that.
1: Oh, I, like, for me, as far as I'm concerned, like, whenever we got past lunchtime, that was the end of the day for me. Like, my mind was gone. Yeah, like, I was just much, like, yeah. ready to
0: go. Home. <laughs> I'm done. N- doing no work N- at-, at all.
1: I'll tell you what was the funniest thing, right? Um, and. It, was, it always used to make me laugh, was when we had history in the afternoon, like wh- whenever we had history. And yeah, we'd yeah. get, we was always for two hours and then halfway through um, the two hours we'd get like a little, go and, go and stretch your legs for five minutes and then you can come back. And then we'd, we'd fuck off to the sixth floor in <laughs> half an hour. And you'd have to come and get us.
0: <laughs> we literally exited the building we were in would walk across the courtyard into another building, up the stairs, and into a into the common room just to just sit down for half an hour,
1: just to get giving away.
0: Fi- Give us five minutes, and he's just there in the door like, uh, "Hello."
1: Our teachers were were some interesting people. Um, I mean, shout out to Mister Edwards, our old I.T. teacher, but he used to always just make me laugh when we were we'd we'd play poker. I mean, it wasn't you know this high stakes. You know, your whole, your whole <laughs> livelihood is on the line. You know, this—if you lose this poker match, you're in debt forever. This was just I us was playing that, with chips. I,
0: I did actually once bet uh, my car keys as a joke against Celt. I think it was Celt. I won, luckily.
1: Well, would you so, actually hand it over your car keys to him and just let him drive your car if you'd he, if lost this? No, thing?
0: but it, he would have lunged for it. And as much <laughs> as I love Celt, deep down. I would punch him in the head.
1: (laughs) Do you think he's actually... He would have actually full-on wanted to grab these car keys off you.
0: Yeah, I can imagine him, like, diving over the table onto the chips. Um, Everyone's there, like, Hey! Hey! You know, like, it's like a mafia (laughs) film, Everyone's going, Hey! I'm there. Like, oh my god, this guy's grabbing my keys. What do I do? My instinct is to just punch him in the head.
1: I could just picture you're sat on like a swivel chair, and then you're facing the other direction, and he jumps onto the table, and you just spin around like you're petting this cat, and you're like, "So killed, <laughs> came here to take my car keys from me
0: on the day sounds of my like daughter's
1: a, wedding." So, sounds like a bad
0: hybrid of the Godfather and like James Bond, but not any of the like not like all the tacky James Bond films with the Cat Man, whatever he's called. <laughs>
1: Call yourself car finger, because you tr- you're trying to protect car your car finger. keys.
0: Yeah. Gold Corsa. Oh, wait, no, actually, I don't have a car anymore
1: now. Rip. Was it, what happened to your car? I know, obviously, you had, you had some problems with it, but...
0: <laughs> oh, did I not tell you?
1: No, because last time we talked about your car, you said that he was... Because he was in the shop for, like, two weeks or something like that. And <laughs> oh, then he was just kind was... Of saying to you, oh, it's fucked, mate, but I'll give it a go. That's all I remember.
0: He he said, yeah, that was like that was like th- three months ago,
1: and he's still not giving it to you back, giving you back.
0: Uh, Liam, the car's gone. Well, where's it gone? It's scrapped. Well, they fully like full on scrapped it? It was beyond economical repair.
1: Gee, is that what you said? Were those the exact words he said to you?
0: Those were the exact words that fine gentleman said to me and my father, and we had to pay him anyway for all the work he'd already done to try and fix it. So we were like, "Uh, how how do you want us to pay? Like, do you want the car or whatever?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'll just take the car and scrap it, and that'll cover the costs." I guess how little the value my car was, like it was so bad.
1: I didn't know that. That That's mad. I mean, what are you going to? Are you saving up for a car now, then? or? uh,
0: yeah, trying. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be trying. Yeah, I'm trying
1: saving in quotation marks
0: saving it but like i do need to like save it like legitimately this is something i do have to save for because now i do need a car again
1: because i bet like for me i mean obviously i can drive but i've never had a car so i don't miss that freedom of of having a car whereas i bet for you it's hard i feel like a um
0: like a, a zoo lion that's been released uh didn't know about the outside world until now. Enjoying it, like, hey, this is kind of a, like quite a lot better than the, than the than the cage. And then I get dragged back into the cage again. It's kind of like that. <laughs> I'm just I feel like a Mopey, you as, um, The fucking lion a Mopey from Madagascar. Lion. That's me. Yeah.
1: You are Alex Al- the lion. Alex
0: the lion. Alex the lion. Rawr. And then I'm just like you know, running around, or and then like i'm gonna ha- i'll have like the wait no i just i just imagined a fake scene in madagascar where he has a dream <laughs> about being in the jungle and wanting to escape but i was like wait that doesn't happen in the film
1: to be honest I it's that been that so long since i've seen those movies that i have fucking no idea the only thing i remember right other than like very basic story elements is when he the mm. fucking zebra is it marty and he's—he's he's when yeah. he first escapes, and he's walking to like central station or whatever, and it's just got that Bee Gees song playing in the background.
0: Oh yeah,
1: what a classic and they scene! All get,
0: they all, and then they all get shot.
1: So I was, I with, was tra- with tranquilizers, obviously. Oh, and they get that weird like—what um, were they called? Those those things you look into, and it's also kind of weird effect in your eyes. What? No, they're like. It's like goggles that you look into. Is it like cl- kaleidoscope? <laughs> that's it. Oh
0: yeah, a kaleidoscope.
1: Yeah. There's like a weird, like the highest fuck kind of scene before they all faint and wake up in boxes.
0: Yeah, start tripping.
1: Oh, they start road trip or boat trip into Madagascar. Bo- boat trip into Africa. <laughs> oh, I was. Oh, this no is way. really weird, right? I was looking the other day. Um, I was. I can't remember where I was, looking. I was just on the, the internet, I was just surfing the web minding my own business and I came across these things called Brick Swaps
0: Sorry, what? Brick Swaps?
1: And I just think it's the, because you know how like when you have like a car car meetup or a car show or something like that, like you get lines of really fancy cars like Hot Rods, you get like, like the bikini babes all like walking around the cars, you get the people doing little drifts and like races. Do, and...
0: do those people who uh, meet up in like as the car parks and do donuts count?
1: Yeah, why not? But like, yeah, cool. yeah that's ba- funny. It's basically <laughs> the same principle, right? But these these people come, you know, they come all in their cars. They're lined up for like miles, and they all get there for like nine in the morning, and they all bring a brick with them. They all bring one brick with them. <laughs> as in like a house brick <laughs> and they line them yeah. up in this huge row and then everybody there then gets to have a look at all the bricks and they put their foot on the brick that they like um <laughs> it's just fucking weird and then at the, when, like when the clock strikes like 10am or whatever there's like this full on like black friday mob for these bricks and i just the fuck <laughs> it is so weird isn't it i don't understand what what the obsession with collecting bricks is cuz Surely, once you've got had one brick, you've had them all, right?
0: Well, I don't know. I've seen some nice bricks.
1: I mean, like, don't get um, me wrong, you can have a nice brick, but, like, what would you need a brick for? I don't know. Are these
0: just, like, normal clay bricks, or are they, like, concrete, concrete cinder blocks
1: or... No, these are, like, like bricks like... you'd build, like, a new build kind of house with. But they these people come from, like, oh. all over the US, but I think there's, like, depending on what state you're in, like... They have the state code or something like that on them, so these people want like I mean, well, we want to collect no all of, the
0: bricks. No offense to them, but if you tell the Americans, "Oh, this thing has a lot of value, and you all have to like run and get get it now while you can," they will do it with anything. Yeah, I mean, you could, t- you could tell them, you could tell them that a egg in. Uh, in, in a box, just in the middle of a car park. It, that's valuable. Go go get that.
1: Well, it's like that. Have you the, ever seen that? Thirty picture?
0: people will punch each other in the head, while a child grabs the box with the egg in it.
1: Oh, my Americans can be crazy. Like Black Friday specifically. Like it's, I just watch it and I'm like, why? What, how could you possibly care so much for something? I mean, that, I mean, you know, the Ameri-
0: Americans are just crazy. Full stop. Like, we don't even need to go any further into that.
1: Yeah, that sums it up, to be fair. But it reminds me, have you ever seen that, like, picture from, like, a museum or something? It was, like, an art gallery or something, where some guy, it was, like, an experiment, where he put his glasses on the floor. And then shit tons of people crowded around the glasses. Because, obviously, one person went to look at it and thought it was, like, an exhibit. Because that one person went to it and then took a picture of it. Everybody else thought like, oh shit, look at this cool new, you know, this creative expression of art. This, this amazing pair of glasses that, that make this amazing statement. And in reality, there's some guy who just put his glasses on the floor for a laugh. And then there's, mm-hmm. like, there's a picture online. There's, there's like a thousand people all gathered around this shitty pair of glasses on the floor. And I think that's just uh-huh. the mob mentality of a lot of people. It's just sheep. You're all sheep.
0: I might start a I might start sp- uh, spray painting like tagging, but they'll be really bad, and I'll call myself Wanksy.
1: That's a th- I've I've actually there is a guy called Wanksy, and I can't remember oh, where it was. There was this bloke. Pornub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was, I was having a really, really, really big wank about this uh, this artist online. Um, no, but this, there was this um, really bad pothole problem in this this county somewhere. Blackburn. Yeah, we'll go with Blackburn. And yeah, like the like the Beatles song. Yeah, or the the Rovers.
0: All that, yeah.
1: Um but there was these really bad potholes and this guy um went around and because the council wouldn't fix them, but they were very quick at fixing graffiti. Mm-hmm. Um so he went around and called himself Wanksy and spray spray painted massive cocks around all the potholes um <laughs> to get the council to actually fucking fix them.
0: Wow. What a legend. Do you remember, um, you know, as you walk into town in Cardiff from uh, from like Roth and, uh, yeah. and you know, you, you go up to like Senghenith. Yeah. Um, do you remember that building that always had a man washing the windows outside? And every night he'd go home knowing that somebody was going to spray it again a few hours later and he'd have to come <laughs> back the next day, every day. For three years, I saw that man outside <laughs> washing the same two windows.
1: Do you reckon he, um, he just like feels like he's living in this Groundhog Day? Like he, he's just reliving the same day over and over again.
0: Yes, like, I love that. Imagine. Like,
1: he wakes up in the morning, just sees a text, and it's the same text every day, and he's like, the dick's back. Or like... Yeah. The dick's back. <laughs> Gets up size. He's got like this like Wallace and Gromit style like way of getting ready in the morning. Like the, the bed like swings up. Like, falls falls into his trousers.
0: <laughs> he, he slides into his work unit overalls. Gets a a, a cleaning toolkit strapped around him. He gets, like, l- a little, he gets like,
1: like a belt. He gets cannonballed into his van and then like his van is like <laughs> But his van's like underground, yeah. and like it rises up through his a pond in his front garden or something. Then he just like zooms yeah.
0: off. The pond water is collected in a tray in the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> he he uses it to wash the windows. <laughs> See, it's
1: all about recycling. <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: it's got a be- It's got better. Um, it's got better. Uh, uh, scrubby ability, whatever it's called, soapiness, whatever.
1: He's got these special like. Supermatic or something he's got in the back it, it, of the
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, big, big bu- big bucket, like a really, a bucket so big it's unnecessary to be like, like it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just a stupidly large bucket and a really small brush. <laughs> he's
1: got. He's got like a, um, like a makeup brush or something like that kind of size.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, a mop, oh. a mop. That's like. Uh, it's like a t- like literally the size of a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's it got on the end of it? And
0: like best thing. Best thing is he's given the tools. The company he works for, are like here you go, big bucket, small mop, <laughs> go,
1: go. That's the company he works for. Like they provided this whole contraption in his house. Like big bucket, small mop, <laughs> ink. Or something they're, like that.
0: they're the one. They're the ones paying people to go graffiti. <laughs>
1: This poor man—they've just like set him up for a whole lifetime of.
0: It's like, um uh, oh, what's that film with Jim Carrey in? Where he's like in a like a fake. He he's living in a TV show. <laughs> the Truman but it's not Show. Really a TV... Yeah, the Truman Show. <laughs> it's like the Truman Show, <laughs> but it's just people hiring kids to go paint some windows <laughs> in the night.
1: And every day, this poor fucker's got to like and live and, his, and his this wallet This it. Goes and,
0: goes and cleans. It's kind of like um, you know in Sword Art Online. Yeah, uh, in the alicization, uh arc thingy, uh, you know they get given jobs, and like some of them like do things like chop down a tree for their entire lifetime. Yeah, they've got day. like their
1: calling or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, they they they're allocated in like a nine till five, like period of time in the day where they have to cut down this tree. And then they get the rest of the day off, and they get to sleep, and then they get up and do the same thing again, and again, and again, and again, and again unless it's like a Sunday and they get a day off.
1: <laughs> what would he it's do brilliant. on his day off, though? Do you reckon he's Fuck like... Fucking, is... I
0: don't know. Do you know what? Um, I'd probably go down to the job centre and look for another <laughs> look for job. A new job. <laughs> I'd make sure my my day off's like in the week. Not on the weekend. Just so I can go down to the job center and look for a new job.
1: So you know what they do? They do then though, because they, because they, this <laughs> company, big bucket, small mop, whatever they call it, they, they, yeah. they run everything. So they, all the other jobs available are just other places that are graffitied. Yeah. So, and they're all under different names. It's like
0: these, these kids are everywhere. They're, cli- they're tagging everything.
1: There's <laughs> like the the, sis, the parent company, like small bucket, big mop, or something. That's. <sighs> <laughs> A really big mop, and it just doesn't fit in the bucket at <laughs> all. It's like a bucket the size of a thimble, and he's just got this huge yeah. fucking mop that he just can't do anything with.
0: <laughs> it's, it, the mop is literally one of those like spinny thingies that you get on a uh, in a car wash. Who's <laughs> fucking? Yeah, like. <laughs> he's, just <laughs> <laughs> he's just got one of them. He's just got one of them.
1: And he's got one drop of water to try and clean his fucking graffiti off. He's just going around with this giant feathery roller. That's um, fuck all.
0: Right. I think it's time we actually start uh, getting about to history. the point. Now we- we've been going on. Um, <laughs> that was brilliant. Though. I loved I'll, that. I'll I'll start with a fun one. All right. So uh, during the Opium Wars between the English and the Chinese, we haven't had any of this yet.
1: They We stuff. haven't had the Chinese yet.
0: Yeah, the Chinese are new. Um, so, like, th- they were fighting on the water quite a lot. Uh, and the Chinese were trying to, like, you know, like, take down the British warships. Um, so, like, they started by, like, sending out little boats on fire and stuff, seeing if they could, like, crash them into the boats. But, like, the, the British warships were, like, so, like, good. They were just, like, blowing up these boats, for, like, in the water, like with their cannons, they were like so accurate and they could just like go ping, ping, blow up this little boat on fire. That Does nothing. Point. Chinese are like, oh shit, um, we'll try it one more time. Sending it did absolutely nothing. And then, so like, uh, someone suggests, hey, maybe w- what if we like throw something onto the boats with some, with, like that'll cause like, like havoc. Just caused, like, a problem for them. uh. Not yeah. only, like, damage the boat, but, like, disorientate the the crew and everything. So this one man goes, ah, okay, yeah. Uh, monkey bomb. So everyone's just like, wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah. And I think I found out, this is, like, the origin of monkey bombs on zombies on Call of Duty, I think. Like, wh- where they got the idea for it. What the fuck is Chinese it, that? Chinese... St- they strapped fireworks to monkeys, right, and just launched them onto
1: the boats. Lit. How did they launch them? Did they have, did they just have these really strong blokes to like throw the monkeys?
0: At? <laughs> <laughs> these these really big muscular bald men with, with like <laughs> with like these really sharp like beards with, like, pointy
1: mustaches, just
0: fucking flinging these monkeys <laughs> out of boat.
1: Like, there's, like, 1920s strongmen, you know, like, in the fucking leotard, Yes! Like, the fucking.
0: Yes, exactly, yeah, but they're <laughs> pirates, and they're just flinging these monkeys overboard, like, and they're, they're in the air going, <laughs> just, like, squeak, like, squealing, and, like, going, Aah! you know, so the monkeys would land on the boats, run around, the, the British would be like, oh, shit, there's a monkey on the boat and it's got a bomb on it basically they'd like run around chasing it they'd get distracted the chinese could just send the little fire boats then and start hitting them because no one was manning the uh uh the cannons and stuff They're or like busy doing anything because the there are literally like 30 monkeys with explosives strapped to them just running around the boat and it then sounds once like a fever the um dream. oh it's, it does doesn't it but it's amazing so uh, once the fireworks go off, the monkeys explode, and everything just catches fire. Um, and I think like they might have like trained them to go for like uh, gunpowder. So like if they had any stashes of gunpowder, they'd try and like get below deck. They trained them to know where to go. If that makes
1: sense so they just give them like um, this brief beforehand they've got this big like bill yeah build yeah
0: boards. like like sas Listen year you got to get you got to get down below
1: dick <laughs> it's just like proper like yeah if you can get on a boat you can blow up the ammo <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so these
0: monkeys were just like used as explosives um and then i think like in the place this happened there were just loads of monkeys running around now that were like they were like all right we don't need the monkeys anymore release them and then like um some town uh like called sushi i think or zushi yeah. maybe um some bloke like adopted the monkeys but then like there was no food in the village and everyone died
1: Or did the monkeys eat all the people <laughs>
0: No, no, no! They all just died. Everyone died from starvation in the village. Imagine, like, <laughs> including find... the monkeys.
1: <laughs> Imagine being the person oh, to it's like so that. Oh, so silly! To, like the first person to go to the village once oh. everybody died and just seeing like all these dead bodies like lying around the streets that are also mixed in with like a hundred monkey bodies. Oh, they're like, all just you... running around. Like, what would be your thir- first thought? In. Like walking into that place and just seeing that mass grave of monkeys.
0: Mon- yeah, and people though you you'd think that there was like a war between man and and
1: monkey, like Chinese Planet of the Apes kind of.
0: Yeah, like it- <laughs> yeah, they're all fighting each other, and um, like it-, it reminds me of like yeah, it's like that um war the Australians had with the-, the ostrich.
1: Yeah, well, I I saw not long. I can't remember when it was, but there was like a fact, and there was like, there's for every. I think one person in yeah. uh, in Australia, there's like four or five kangaroos to one person.
0: Oh, yeah. So, like, they'd have to fight like five kangaroos each if there was a war between man and kangaroo. Like, how many fucking like do, do,
1: do, do, I reckon, like, I could maybe just about take one kangaroo, but like, five kangaroos, I'm just, I'm dead. There's oh, no, do really. you know
0: what? Do you know what? They're so, they're so tough. I maybe wouldn't be able to take one.
1: I feel like you could outsmart smart. I'm one a of big.
0: Them. I'm a big oh, maybe yeah. I think if I think like pure adrenaline would kick in and I like, just start like slapping it.
1: Because the thing is, with with like, a um, with a kangaroo, they they don't know like human facts and like what we know about the body and stuff. I feel like we'd we'd know yeah. that you know if you if you get a kangaroo, like if you twist his head around far far enough, he'll die. Yeah. Whereas I don't think a kangaroo would never like oh this twist this man's head ninety degrees and nah, but
0: he'll punch you in the jaw or kick you and he'll do that by mistake and still kill me. Probably that's
1: true. No, I think I think we could take but one yeah. like any more than that though, and that's like asking for trouble.
0: Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, what's your uh, f- your one, Liam? Your first. Oh, um,
1: okay, right. Are you ready one. to hear about Lucky Luciano? Uh, yes. So, Charles Lucky Luciano. He was a Italian-born gangster, like a proper mafia. Guy, you I know. want to be a gangster,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and he operated mainly in the American branch of the mafia, so the Italian American mob, basically. Yeah. Um, and he started when he moved to America, he started as a lowly member of the Five Points Gang. Um, and they were the Five Points Gang were very early, um, sort of founders of what became known as the National Crime Syndicate. Yeah. Um, which was a Group of very loosely connected uh, criminal organizations, so they weren't like you know they weren't jointly working together in tandem, but they were. There was like a sh- you know a common goal or a common um, sort of you know respect for each other. You know they operate in their yeah, own yeah. areas; they don't invade each other's lands, things like that. Um, and it just, was just you know, just
0: your basic gang stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know like you have your territory, you stick yeah. to your territory, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that was like the Italian American Mafia, the Jewish mob, the Irish. Whatever they call the Irish mob, I think. Um, yeah. But like all the different sort of street gangs and things like that. And they all k- k- sort of came together with this. Um, but at the start of the outbreak, when, when World War I first uh, sort of started, yeah. it was this big thing. Um, so L- Lucky Luciano, he was absolutely fucking terrified of, because he'd built this sort of, he'd started building this financial yeah. empire in America. Um, And he was terrified of getting drafted because the Italians, they would draft anyone, even if you'd moved out of the country. They would still draft you um, for this war. Um, And he was terrified of it. And he hated the idea so much of getting drafted that he was literally willing to do anything to get out of it. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, he was thinking, He 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 had quite a few ideas, he couldn't get them through, you know, he was Running low on ideas, so he asked his mates, "What, what could I do to get out of this? Because I really don't want to risk losing what I've built up here. You know, I don't want to die. I don't want to yeah. be stuck in Italy forever again." Um, and his mates basically say to him, "You know, if you if you get an STD, you can't <laughs> get drafted. Um, they just won't take anybody with a sexually transmitted disease. It's just their their rules, right?" And he did was like, <laughs> "Yeah, they probably did, and they were like." And he was like, fuck no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> fuck off. I'm not gonna hey, get. Hey, give me your pee pee. Hey, I'm not gonna
0: get. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was
1: dreadful. Um, but he was like so against it. But then in the end, he was basically like, you know, I, I have no other option. I'm gonna have to get the clap to get out of this. <laughs> I will get the clap. Get the clap. Um, so he went to his, <laughs> one of the other mates, and he's called Bugsy Seagal, and I don't know if any relation to Steven Seagal, but he's got the same last name. Um, or Jason Seagal. But, or Jason Seagal, there you go, the two Seagals. Yeah. The, the, the Seagal New Weaver. Um, and he basically went to his mate, and he was like, right, I need you to find me a prostitute that has gonorrhea, like, now, because I'm gonna, I'm running out of time before I get drafted. Um...
0: So, yeah. And instead, he
1: brought a girl named Gonorrhea. But <laughs> he's got a girl <laughs> to come and clap at him. Um,
0: that sounds like it could be an Italian name. What? Like, gonorrhea. Gon- gonorrhea.
1: <laughs> or like Donna Gonorrhea. Like, this Gonorrhea is like a family <laughs> name. Donna. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he got this prostitute and he, he contracted gonorrhea and it got him out of the, uh, the draft.
0: Which I think Good.
1: is. Genius. He is. He avoided the World War, the Great War, by getting a clap. Um, but ironically, um, late, he was eventually arrested for uh, running a prostitution racket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, he was forced to participate in World War Two because of the prostitution racket he had uh, set up. So,
0: I mean, in my honest opinion, too right. <laughs> I mean, fair play, getting the clap. Quite a clever way of dodging it, I admit. But prostitution, it's bad, people. Well, it's not bad when you're a, when you're running a prostitution ring and it's dodgy. Oh, right, nah, basically, yeah. Got to, okay, being a pimp got to, is bad. If it's, yeah, being a pimp's bad. Goddamn,
1: goddamn pimps. Like, I mean, if you're a prostitute, you can, I mean, you do whatever you want to do, you know, if you're, if you're voluntarily doing it, I don't care, you know, do whatever you want, and, makes you happy. And um, you be safe. Yeah, be safe. And happy. Be consensual, you know, take the money first, whatever you, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> why
1: are we, to- why are we talking directly to prostitutes right <laughs> now? Because they're our main demographic on the podcast.
0: Yes. If you're listening right now, we love you.
1: We love you. Please, please, please. Literally
0: anyone, anyone listening to this, we love you. (laughs) We love you all. Leave a like. Tell us that you love the show.
1: Give give us a sus.
0: Tell us what what your favourite feature of Liam is. Perhaps his
1: nice face. My very muscular (laughs) shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) His crack, crack dabs. (laughs) Have you ever heard of the Noid? The Noid. Yeah. What's the Noid? So, I mean, I employ you right now. If you can, just Google a picture of the Noid, okay? Mhm. Um, and he the Noid was. He's a was the mascot of Domino's Pizza for like a few years. Oh yeah. And he's this little rabbit fucker with the onesie on, and he's yeah, creepy. Yeah, I've seen this guy. Um, but <laughs> I was—I saw it earlier. I was scrolling through Twitter, and they had an ad campaign like, a cu- like when the Noid was first announced, as like this mascot. Um, and the point of the mascot was that he was—he um, was, you know, he was coming to steal all your pizza and shit. <laughs> and <laughs> they were running these ad campaigns like, hashtag avoid the Noid or something like that. You know, like <laughs> these massive marketing Shocking. campaigns. You know stay clear from the Noid and um, this guy, this bloke he was clearly, he had some kind of mental issue but he, his last name was Noid and oh my god, no way <laughs> he, was, he was convinced that Domino's had this massive agenda against, <laughs> against <laughs> him <laughs> so he, he got so worked up over hashtag avoid the Noid, like he was fuming about it that he went to Domino's and took the entire staff hostage at his local I Domino's just... joint
0: I just found a figurine of the Noid but it's like this weird like bootleggy type one and oh, it's right, like it's, horrid. It, it's got like it's been made like more hispanic looking
1: <laughs> but also
0: but it looks really creepy now because of like the way like I don't know it just looks so bad
1: it looks like it's been content aware scaled on photoshop a little bit
0: yeah it kind of it also kind of looks like kind of real
1: well I wouldn't say he looks real. He doesn't look like a real person.
0: <laughs> no, I don't mean like a real person. I mean like it just like looks eerie. You, it... you look at it and it gives you the creeps. You're kinda of like, oh, I can imagine that running after me. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> what kind of dream is you having where the noid chases you?
0: I'm gonna I'll
1: be having loads now. You get tonight you'll go to bed and you'll you'll think, yeah. right, now I'm we'll gonna have a lovely dream and then that'll be the first thing you see. There's an, the there's a the
0: noid Funko pop funko pop pop. I want to pay you that for your birthday now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the noise. Oh, Oh, brilliant. Right, what's your next Um, story, Buckaroo? My next story is, so, during the 14th century, the the Catholic Church was like, Oh, my God! Like, they were like, (laughs) you know. Was there any particular
1: reason why they were like that?
0: basically churches like falling apart or something the word i read was like schism and all i could think of was like the, the tool song where it's like b- 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 you know
1: yeah the weird one
0: that that that's getting cop- uh copyright strike <laughs> that was a that was a good impression corner gonna um, turn up at your house tomorrow just be like did you yeah, hum this just, like, song did and... you hum this song um so like yeah they're all panicking because the, the church is basically like falling to bits and then a bunch of cardinals rock up to Rome, and they're like, hey, we're here to like vote for a new pope. And everyone's like, ah, okay. Um, that's fine. But we don't want a French pope. Did <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, they were like, "Nana." they uh They said, oh yeah, we'll kill you all if you don't elect an Italian Pope, because we're fed up of, like, you know, being, like, the, the, like, the, you know how it's, like, the Holy Roman Empire, and, like, you know, even though the Holy Roman Empire was German, but, like, it was the Italian Pope that was, like, like, hey, you know.
1: Like, Like, historically, you'd think, you know, that the Pope is Italian, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, he's chilling in the Vatican, that's in Italy, isn't it?
1: Vatican is its own country but it's in literally flat But it's in realm. but
0: it's yeah 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 it's like it's like that and like like Monaco as well like city, city
1: state kind of thing
0: yeah like in uh Civ which I've been playing a lot of, by the way great game
1: I need to get back into Civ I've not played it in a while
0: it's great um so like yeah we don't want that uh they end up voting for uh uh an Italian pope. Then they go back to, the cardinals go back to France where they've been chilling. They accidentally, like, get people to vote for a pope there as well. And they're like, oh, crap. No, we were, we were only going to ask these people. So we, we've got to, like, hope that they elect the same person. They yeah. end up voting for the French pope. Oh, no. So now they have to announce the French pope to these people. So there are two popes roaming around Europe. Wait, so they, they, do they sep- both call themselves a Pope? They, they both claim to be Pope because they've both been technically elected by these cardinals. And so these two are wandering around Europe just like, hey, this other guy's a jackass. He's a phony. I'm the real Pope. They're, this other person's just trying to like split up all these relationships we've got with other European countries because of, uh, you know, they're, they're like, they're like against God, and like they're trying to like tear us away from God and shit. Yeah. So the church, uh, so these original cardinals were like crap. We got to do something. And they were like, ah, oh, maybe if we just like get rid of both, and then elect a third one, maybe he'll um, he'll just like you know take charge. So they they elect the new pope, and the other two are just like, no, you can't you can't boot <laughs> us out. Because we're, I'm the Pope. I'm the both say, no, I'm the Pope. Yeah. It's like, you know in those so like, stereotypical
1: now... like, 80s movies where um, there's like two <laughs> doppelgangers and he's like, no, I'm the real Jack. <laughs> yeah, but the best
0: thing is now is that they've just only added another Pope to the mix. That's all they've done.
1: So is he going around now as well? Also so now say... there's
0: three Popes walking around Europe <laughs> telling everyone, I'm the Pope. He's not the real Pope, and he's not the real Pope. I'm the real Pope. I'm going to do all the popely things that you expect your Pope to do. I'll go around in this ver- this era's version of the Pope-mobile, so I'll go by horse and carriage. <laughs> the Pope car. The Pope car. And um, I'll bring you all your godliness that you need. And so the church finally turn around and go, no, none of you are the Pope. So they... Like enforce now, like they enforce them out of the position of pope. So all three of them lose their jobs as pope, and then they asked everyone all at once what they wanted, and then they elected a uh, a new pope that would finally take over, and there would be no angry mobs this time.
1: Wow! So they went through three fake popes to get the... just to get to a, a successful fourth. Do you know who the fourth one was? Was he like? Was he half Italian, half French? Or Was he like a weird hybrid?
0: I don't know. They, I suppose, both sides wanted a French or an Italian man, didn't they? So I wonder what they did.
1: Oh, an Italian! Yeah, they. I get. Yeah. Have you actually seen the process of like how they actually do the voting for pope? It's really weird. Um, um is
0: it like a like a U.S. polling station where everything gets rigged?
1: Well, it's really weird. Have you seen? I was, well, I was watching this movie. It's on Netflix. It's actually really, really good. It's called The Two Popes. Um, oh I've heard of that. Yeah. And it's got uh what's his name? Anthony what's his face? The Welsh actor, Anthony Hopkins. Um mm-hmm. and it's also got the guy from Game of Thrones who plays is it the Crow or the whatever he's called? Um the old guy who runs the church there. Oh the the sparrow. the sparrow. Yeah, he's that's Balsh as well.
0: Yeah he yeah, he's Welsh as well. Um Oh, what's his name? I know who you're on about.
1: Yeah, he's he's he he, he looks like the current Pope. A lot. Yeah, but um, did you know
0: he's playing Prince Philip in the new seasons of The Crown?
1: Yeah, I saw because he's getting on in age. Like, well, Philip is definitely getting on in age, but like the yeah. show goes oh, three times. Uh,
0: J- Jonathan Price, that's his name. That's it. But the, yeah, the, he's the a film as well.
1: is about um, the the Pope before the current Pope, um, who is played mm-hmm. by Anthony Hopkins. Um, and in the at the start of the film, there's this big sort of build up to the the voting for the Pope and um Mm -hmm. and the way they do it is they have these massive rows of like these massively long tables and there's a load of whatever they call card whoever whoever whatever the people in the vatican are called the bishops whatever they're all all in rows and then they have delegates from different countries all vote and then they have the candidates as well so it's like five or six candidates for pope um and the auntie he really wants to be the pope he's like Lived his whole life wanting. He's a true, true Italian man. He's wanted to be the Pope forever. Um, and then also this other Pope, who's played by uh, Robert Price, whoever his name is. Um, he, um, he's from Argentina, and he's like this kind of small town bishop that mm. everybody loves. But he doesn't look at him. He he doesn't want to be Pope. He's just there for the ride. Um, but then he gets nominated and ends up becoming second. Um in the vote, which means that he gets a lot of responsibility. So he's kind of like the, the leader of the opposition for the Pope essentially. Um, And he's kind of thrust into this, this world where he doesn't want to be, he doesn't even want to be a Bishop anymore. He's like, he's, he just wants to help out in his local community. Um, But he gets forced to like work alongside um, Anthony Hopkins. And at the start, they both hate each other. Um, And the whole film's about how like over time they end up becoming like really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, Like, the best, like, and it's, it's it's a really heartwarming film. I think it's won a lot of awards. um, but it's basically, it's so good. Um, and it's the true story of how, like,
0: have you, have you watched the young Pope with, um, Jude Law in it?
1: I've heard of it.
0: It's, uh, it's pretty cool. He's a, he's like the first American Pope, but then he starts like manipulating, uh, uh, like the
1: churches and stuff to gain more power. Like, uh, politically and shit. it's weird it's cool when's that is it like an old-fashioned is it like based in the past or is it based in like a weird future um it's kind of like a weird present like it's kind of like of those, just, kind of it's like. like an alternate
0: alternate history type of thing it's not like a real thing that happened uh but yeah scott jude law and it was from 2016 there's only a season of it but it was like i think it was like concluded at the end of the season it was just like a, a oh, yeah, thing. one
1: okay yeah one hit wonder kind of thing yeah. I love alternate history stuff. Have you seen Man in the High Castle? Um
0: no, but um I was talking to Toby Morgan's housemate about this. Uh no, I I I need to watch it though. Look, it, it sounds pretty cool.
1: It's such an interesting. It, it gets weird in places, but just the idea of looking yeah. at what the world would have been like if the war had gone differently is such a really cool concept. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh right! I think it always is, isn't it?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about eels now. Yes the the final the final one. The final eel story. So, <laughs> in the middle in <laughs> medieval times, um, more sp- specifically 1194, um, there was a abbey called Ramsey Abbey in Huntingdonshire. Um, in what where Huntingdonshire? So there's a place in in modern day England. There's a place called Huntingdon. Um, yeah, but like back then, this was like the shire, like the county it was in as well.
0: Oh, so it was a county. Yeah, though, I've never heard
1: of that. Um, But basically, there was this like big fen, which is like a big field of side, like a boggy kind of field. I'm not really sure what a fen is. Yeah. But, um, and they really needed to get across this fen. They needed a way to cross it without, you know, whatever they're carrying getting at risk. Because I mean, they could they could cross it themselves, but if they were carrying something, you know, it was a bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed a way to cross this this fen, and then there was a local landowner who happened to own land on the fen, um, and yeah. he, he was called Ralph Tuberville, which sound Ooh. Tuberville sounds like a Sims version for YouTubers, um, <laughs> but he had this road that was raised and it crossed the fen, um, yeah. it was his private road, and he but he was actually really he was willing to lease that road to the monks. Um, for for like a, a contract and a price um, and they crafted this long extensive agreement. but essentially these the monks of Ramsey Abbey they agreed to pay Ralph Tuberville a thousand eels um, <laughs> two pounds in weight of pepper and ginger, and a pair of red trousers each year as a payment um nice is,
0: is <laughs> um, that what they is that what they just produced
1: i guess i guess they just liked making red trousers or something yeah. um but they they yeah and that, that was their payment each year for using the road na,
0: na, nan's hand me down red trousers every year
1: <laughs> like those little knitted by nanas like shreddies like <laughs> um, yeah but they, yeah so but when after a few years after, when tuberville the guy on the land he died um, the his widow wanted to renegotiate the deal um, to, yeah. you know, to kind of get a better deal for her, or, you know, something that was more relevant to what she needed um, so their new agreement was for uh, it was half a mark in coins which is some kind of coin value, I'm not sure I didn't look it up
0: um,
1: yeah. 60 cartloads of firewood and a thousand eels so she still wanted the eels um, <laughs> but she did she <laughs> demanded they, she was like fuming, she was like I fucking stopped giving me red trousers. I've got shit tons of pairs, and I have these red trousers you keep giving us. So I don't wear them. Yeah. So, so she had to negotiate the red trousers out of the deal because they were adamant that they should get give them red trousers. She didn't want them. <laughs> um. <laughs> but it's really interesting because eels were really, really, really common in well uh, in English rivers in medieval times. Oh yeah. And they were really commonly eel Pie was probably a thing in it. Oh, eels were like they were more. They were easier to get hold of than meat. Like, people would eat eels rather than meat because it was just cheaper mm. to get. Lovely. <laughs> but they were, like, everywhere. They were, Every river, there was thousands of them. Um
0: don't think I'd ever eat an eel. But, like, when I think of eel, I think of it as, like, the... Like, kind of, like, the rat, the sea.
1: I couldn't eat you an know eel I mean? either. No, they're just, like, vermin. Water vermin, basically, is what they're like.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like... like uh, uh, no, no hate on rats, obviously, but, like... I don't know. They, they uh... They just like a... they spell grossness in the sea. Do you know what I mean? That's
1: kind of like evil looking. But no, it's the same as with with like wild rats. They'd be a
0: they would they, be a villain in, in like a little mermaid spin-off, Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but like like I think like rats. I mean, obviously you know pet rats. They're completely different. They're lovable. They're lovely. But then they're like amazing. you see these big huge city rats that roam the streets and look terrifying. Yeah, And I think it's probably the same. Like
0: the size of a car and stuff. I've seen one that's like the
1: size of a chihuahua. It was terrifying. Oh, my God. But they, I feel like it'd be the same with eels. Like if you had a pet eel, you'd probably love that a bit more than if you just found an eel on the beach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but basically. (laughs)
0: Nah, on on the beach, people are just like, ooh, yeah, ooh, snack.
1: Look, it's an eel. Let me pick it up. To be fair, I was. I used it's to be like, like
0: a that. hot dog. That does. Let me put it in a bap. You <laughs> <laughs> bap.
1: Were you ever? Did you ever used to be like that with like, when you saw slow worms out and about in like the forest? I used to love like what, just want to put them in a bap? No, <laughs> no, like as in like take them as pets.
0: I I probably abused nah, so many slow would... worms when I was a kid. No, I never, I never, I didn't like picking up. Well, I was always intrigued by bugs, but I didn't like picking them up.
1: Oh no, slowworms are the like... best because they're basically just snakes, but with I don't know, they're just they're just like snakes, but they're not and they're really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, basically back to the eels. Um, yeah. So they they were really common in that time, and they were so abundant that, and so plentiful that the, the landlords of the whole of england basically wanted to have all these eels to themselves um they were obsessed with them even though even you could find them anywhere they like they were like dragons of gold you know they've got to hoard everything it's theirs yeah um and so they became massively widespread as a payment option for rent um (laughs) more so than corn and you'd think like corn would be quite a big like thing you could use to pay rent especially if you if you were like leasing the land that your farm was on and you had like a corn farm, you'd expect to like probably pay with corn, wouldn't you? Um
0: Yeah, i, I mean if I'd I, I'd have more use for corn than eel, I think. <laughs> every, Everybody'd have more use. Than... Corn corn's like corn keeps for longer as well. You'd need a fridge for that eel.
1: <laughs> I don't, don't know if they had fridges in. Did they have fridges in like not not obviously not it, like smegs, but like did they... <laughs> Did
0: they have smeg? <laughs> definitely it, definitely had smeg.
1: Did medieval farmers have smegma? Let us know in the comments. They
0: do oh, they had nothing but smegma. I reckon that's Generally what they farmed. Like,
1: they just like let their dick like hang out all day, and then they just scrape off the, the smegma.
0: New band name: Nothing but smegma.
1: Mm. See them live. The <laughs> Point
0: <Arena>. mm. <laughs> I've done this every week, I think, or like most weeks. I've I've heard something one of us has said, and I've got band name.
1: That's your new trope. You got to do that every podcast.
0: Every, every week I have to pick something out as uh, the, band, the weekly band idea name. But he, band name idea.
1: Here's a crazy fact for you about eels. Um, <laughs> by the end of the 11th century, 540,000 eels were being paid as rent in England every year. Imagine if it was like that now. I'd be a fisherman i reckon we could be good eel hunters you know we could like we're like eel monster people just like going after eels
0: we'll be like um jeremy wade who weirdly kind of looked like our history teacher that we mentioned earlier i always thought he looked like
1: him i've not actually seen a picture where does jeremy wade let me let me google jeremy wade
0: yeah quick google you're gonna look at him and go oh yeah like he kind of does no yeah,
1: I see it. I, see.
0: I completely yeah, see it. And and the way he spoke, he had like a posh campness to his voice. But he was very manly. Would wear like car- like 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 khaki
1: trousers and like kind of shit like that, you know? I think you find sometimes that a lot of like people who come across as quite um like camp or a bit more in touch with the feminine side. Are um, often like the hardest blokes around. Like, have you seen Floyd Mayweather? Is, is it Floyd? No, what's he called? Oh no, uh, you're thinking of um, is it Hassel- what's his no, name? You, I know you know uh, who I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Um, Would you like a stupend- sweetie?
0: Penned? Would you like a sweetie? What's his name? Uh, Chris Eubank
1: uh, Senior. That's him. Yeah, and he. Yeah, yeah. He's just the, the campus bloke around, but he's just he, he's. But probably he's one of the hardest a people. Man, yeah.
0: yeah. A legend. But he's also a gentleman. That's what he's all about, isn't it? It's not it's not that he's camp, he's a he's a gentleman. But he's like the I guess you could gentlemanliness say. sort of has like a like a bit of an association with campness, I'd say.
1: Um so the other day, um I was having kind of I was I was working, but I was kind of having like a not not quite pajama day, but I was very like dressed in a lot less you know, I was I was in comfy clothes, do you know what I mean? I was lounging Yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just chilling. Yeah, I was big well, chilling. I was, yeah, I was working, but I was like, I was in my, my, my jogging bottoms. I was, I was wearing a pajama. I wasn't wearing the pajama top from last night, but I was wearing yeah. a pajama top. Um, yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and I had my slippers on. Fresh, fresh set. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was out of the out of the pajama box. You know, it was I was I was geared up for the day, <clears throat> and my girlfriend's mum, she was dropping over um a letter that had come uh, for us mm-hmm. um so i had to go downstairs to <coughs> excuse me sorry uh to go and pick up the letter off her because obviously you know there's covid we can't just can't come inside yeah, yeah, yeah. um so I'd go and grab that letter, you know say hi how are you doing whatever go back upstairs um and i i, I went downstairs i left the door unlocked because i mean it was just down a couple of flights of stairs i'd be i would be gone like less than two minutes so i was like you know i'm not gonna yeah, lock yeah, yeah. The door. i'll be two minutes um I go back upstairs and I get to the door and in my, you know, in my mind, the door, the door is unlocked. I can just walk straight in. Yeah. Um, I just go, I go to like, you know, when you kind of, you expect something to be open, so you kind of walk into it expecting it to open, but you kind of like hit it and it didn't open. And if the door was locked and I was like, shit, the door is fucking locked. (laughs) I didn't even have my phone on me. I was just, I was there in jogging bottoms in a minion pajama top. Um, with slippers on looking like a mentally insane person um, and I was like, what the fuck this door isn't opening I, sw- I didn't lock the door the door must have like locked by itself as I slammed it closed or something and I was like, shit because I was I was still at work technically <laughs> and I couldn't sign out or anything. I was like, how, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: How, how, how am I gonna explain this? I am literally locked outside the, the, the flat right now. How am I gonna get in the fucking house? I, I couldn't well, phone anyone and have my phone. Um, uh, my girlfriend's mum had literally just driven off, so I couldn't go and talk to her or anything. Mm. So I'm like, shit. Okay, how do I get in this fucking flat? Um, so I keep trying to like force a door open, or so, just in case it was like only slightly locked. So I was like, oh, maybe I could just get it to like jig its way out again. Um, but then I and then I'm like, it didn't work. So I'm looking, and I look through the letterbox to try and put my hand in, see if I can kind of reach up and grab. Which would be it'd be fucking really badly designed if I could do that. But yeah. um, I was trying anyway. Um, and, then I, and, I, and then I start to take notice of the surroundings when I'm looking through the fucking letterbox. And I'm like, why is there a pair of Ugg boots by the fucking door? <laughs> um, and then, like, also, oh, where the fuck's this chest of drawers come from that's also in the fucking hallway? And I'm like, what What the fuck's going on? Have we been burgled or something? And somebody's brought in some Ugg boots with them. Um, and then it slowly dawns on me. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I pull away from the letterbox, and I look up, and I see that the door number isn't my door number. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. It was the, oh. I'd accidentally gone up an extra floor. And basically, for somebody else, if, if somebody, thank God nobody was in, because if somebody was in, I would have literally looked like a madman. I was in pyjamas, trying to break into the fucking flat. I'm so thankful. <laughs> I would never have lived that down if I. I <laughs> how the fuck would you explain that to someone? Um, but I'm very no, lucky. You, so then I went back down. To you the, silly went, boy. Went back down a foe and went into the flat. And like the, the sigh of relief as that door swung open, like, fine, was beyond compare. I was so happy to be fucking in that flat. Close the door, do lock
0: it. I, do you remember when I did that in first year? No. Um, so. We we lived on like the tenth floor of our uh, like building, me and Liam, and uh, the lift would say, "Oh, tenth floor," but you're actually on the 9th, and it would do that with every floor. So I come home drunk from a night out in first year. Oh, no, I think and I, I do remember this. Lift, and I step out of the lift, and I'm like, oh. uh yeah, this is it. I'm fine. Yeah, I don't actually look up. I walk all the way around to where our flat would be on that floor, if it, if it was our floor.
1: And all the floors the are do- identical as well.
0: Oh yeah, and the doors on the latch. And I'm like, oh, one of the these idiots didn't lock the door. wow you know, like silly billies. I walk in and I go hello, and I hear some muffled like, like like, like confusion sounds. I'm like, oh, they must be all just like in bed. I suppose it's late, isn't it is late in it. Go to the kitchen. There's pallet wood everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what have they been building in here?
0: It's, it's just pallet wood everywhere. <laughs> Several pa- p- pieces of pallet wood. Um, those crates, also that you like, get your um, Tesco delivery in. Those like uh, it's, blue crates. It's like they've crates. taken. The, it's the, it's like yeah, you, you know, you meant to take the bags from the crate. It, it seemed like they just taken the crate and walked away. And the delivery man went, oh, okay. They just left. But had you
1: clocked? Um, Had you clocked on at that point that you were in the wrong flat, or you still could just? I
0: did, I did, and I clocked on that I was in my coursemate's flat Um, (laughs) because she lived in the flat below us, and I knew that. And she could have walked in and found me in her flat and reported (laughs) me to the uni and had me kicked out for. Breaking into her home. <laughs>
1: I could just imagine that happening, and then you just turn <laughs> uh, around, like you know that is it. Um, what's his face from uh, that's in Greece? John Travolta, not GIF of John, John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> yeah, where he just looks around he's
0: like, <laughs> when he's pulp fictioning. Yeah,
1: and he's and he's like, uh? um
0: yeah. And the best thing is, is that I, I noticed where I was. I, 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 I clocked on, and instead of turning around and like briskly walking out, I squatted lower and started walking backwards (laughs) as if, like, I was rewinding everything but, like, also bawling up in shame. Surely if they'd have caught
1: you, that would have looked even worse if you did some kind of crab walk through the fucking hallway. Honestly,
0: (laughs) at least if I'd have done that, I could have blamed it on me being, like, an escapee from a hospital or something. At least I could have been like, oh, I just got from the hospital. They told me that my legs are are working finally. And they're just looking at me like, (laughs) <laughs> and they're like looking at me like, What do you mean? And I will say they used to be they used to be tentacles and then they'll they'll think I'm I'm crazy or something. Um But yeah, no, it was very terrifying. I also got locked out of the house. I was in the back garden. Uh and like I'd i literally just gone out to like get some fresh air. Yeah. And um you know, it's just nice to step out in the garden sometimes. And Joe uh Locks me out. Not really. He didn't realize that I'd walked out. He just saw that the door was open because he came into the kitchen like a few seconds after I'd stepped out. Yeah, and he just locked it. So I ring him, and he's in the shower, and then I am ringing Emily, and then
1: and she finally
0: let me in. I was out there for like five minutes, locked out, needing a poo.
1: Oh, you should have just gone been a... one with one with one with the wild. You know, you should have just done your bear grills and had a shit in the in the bush. I could have done it on on
0: my. Bedroom
1: window. <laughs> It'd be a nice little thing for you to look at. That you could look, you could examine it through the window.
0: Well, I can't even do that because uh... oh, I could have just broken in through my window. No, um, no, yeah, I couldn't even do that because obviously I can't sit in
1: there. Moral of I've the got... story, uh, kids, is look where you're fucking going. Um, don't walk into a stranger's flat. Uh, yeah. Don't walk. Don't try and break in to. A flat in your pajamas, um, without first checking which number flat you're trying to get into. We've um, both
0: broken into people's homes.
1: That's make that's we've just got to put incriminating evidence on the uh, on on the podcast here tonight.
0: And if they if they find this, then you know, fair play to them. <laughs> good good good
1: investigation. Fair play. <laughs> the, the FBI agent watching us is sweating now. Yeah, it's just like they're on to me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, lovely, jubbly! Well, that was a nice episode lovely. of the podcast.
0: I enjoyed that. That was a lovely episode. It was fantastic once again hearing your voice, Liam.
1: Oh, and it was lovely seeing yours as well. It's been, it's been seeing my yeah, seeing your voice. I'm I'm seeing my voice through Audacity, technically. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing my own as well. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a highlight of my week when we do these. It's just nice to have a little a little cheeky catch up, you know.
0: Um, yeah, it's really fun, and we uh, we have reminders of past past fun times,
1: past events. Historical events pasta. and personal events.
0: Pa- pasta events.
1: Oh, I love a pasta event, me. I am mean, yeah. always down the local Italian convention centre. Oh. <laughs> just picking up, just picking up pe- pieces of pasta. Having some ravioli.
0: Ra- ravo- ravoli?
1: Ravioli. I mean, Ra- we've done, we've done Ryan, it again now. We've Ryan, done, we've, Ryan Violi. We've done it again. We've gone an entire podcast food. and somehow brought up food at the end. Well, we were talk- we spoke- we've We already spoken about food because we discussed whether we'd eat eel or not. Oh, we did talk about eels. Okay, that's fine then. <laughs> we,
0: we, we, we were so bad at not talking about food that we didn't even realise the first time we did it and then got excited about the second time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, brilliant. Alright, everyone. Thank um... you all for watching this episode of the History Explained Poorly podcast. Um, next week, uh, we might have a guest, we might not. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but for it, now, it's Dwayne Dwayne the Rocky Johnson. This is we we will have Jeremy Corbyn on next week. Um, oh, Jeremy Corbyn, but yeah, have a lovely week, everyone. <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe and like. And if you're listening on Spotify, um, I don't know, love you. I, I love you all. Bye.
0: Bye.